0: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights, X Mornings with Beckler
1: and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbors' noise on their side. It's Friday, January 27th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Piss Cast. Welcome to
0: the Piss Cast.
1: As we're heading into the weekend here, it's supposed to get really cold. This polar vortex that's going to hit all of Canada uh, is going to hit us as well. Yeah. Very cold. I'm actually leaving to Arizona in a week, though, so uh, it's, it's so nice. are just
0: going to say, see ya. Yeah. Well, Bye-bye now. It
1: gets real cold. Mama. Perfect time. Perfect. Because January's been nice. Although,
0: when we say real cold, like minus 15, yeah. in comparison to like, the stretches of minus 30, like I'm like, man, that's
1: This is bearable. Yeah. It's not too, too bad. It's not, ba- and it's not as bad as what they're getting like east of here and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how does your weekend look, Shauna?
0: Mm, it's good. I'm going to go snowboarding tomorrow. What else is new? Um, yeah, that's kind of it, it's actually. On the do- and go over to your place tomorrow night. I yeah,
1: Mc, uh, my wife McKenna is having a few friends over for my birthday. Have so some
0: birthday drinks. Well,
1: cool. You haven't even seen my new house. I know. It's oh, I'm excited to show you. Yeah. And some of the work that we've done in it.
0: Totally. I'm excited to see it. We're going to. It's about damn time.
1: Um, we're big into games these days, so we'll have Crokinole going. Sweet. My boys got tabletop hockey for Christmas, and Amazing. I think I enjoy it as much as they do. It's so much fun. That's awesome. Um, another buddy gave me a big shuffleboard table. Oh, yeah. He was clearing out his basement, so we got a shuffleboard table, and we got some pretty good games going. That's so, awesome. Yeah, we'll have some drinks, listen to some music, do some games. Sweet. Um, want me
0: to bring my Crocodile board, too? We could have yeah, a full of tournament
1: going on. We sure could. I wanted to have a tournament, but McKenna's like, will that work? Like, with only one board and that many people? So, if you want to bring it on over... I'll bust mine out. You go right the hell ahead, okay? All right. On today's show, some Fortune 500 businesses, a Terry of the Month, some some, some things that we think you should be able to test drive before you buy. We're trying to trace back the history of when Big Butts started, and someone made a really good point. We're gonna, we We got to make it
0: sexy. Keep it science here.
1: On the pro- <laughs> <laughs> we put on our lab coats and we got down to it. ran some
0: tests. ran some <laughs> tests in the lab,
1: yeah. My parents caught something really funny on their doorbell camera. I'll play the audio of that to you. Uh, i will talk about... Photo radar ticket, my wife just got uh, an etymology. First, your out of context clip of the show. Yeah, soft. It was a you know, I hate to call your team soft, but it was soft tonight. The Beckler
0: and Shauna podcast.
1: So, this polar vortex that's headed our way, it's supposed to make things cold for the next little while. Yeah, Um, it's coming. It's also going to hit Vancouver, too. We've got a couple of Vancouver soft items for you today. We do, yeah. You'll enjoy. Mm. Friend of the show, Matthew, sent me an article from City News Vancouver. Uh, about how they could see temperatures as low as -8. Yeah.
0: Devastating.
1: And it's funny because in this very same article they're talking about the polar vortex and how this massive air has moved over from Russia. And they mentioned that in Siberia just recently, I think they got as cold as -62 in one in one spot. But then So still in the same wow. article, you talk about how it was minus 62 in Siberia, but it's also going to be very cold in Vancouver. It's going to be minus eight.
0: I mean, at least maybe they're just becoming self-aware now. They're like, we know we're soft in comparison to maybe. Siberia, but here we are. Minus eight. Or it's but just an incredible
1: lack of self-awareness. Or it could that. Be,
0: could be either or. Could be either. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is just phenomenal.
1: You know, I was thinking, though, I'm kind of soft, too, though. Like it was The other day, it was like six And I was waiting to pick up Bo from school, and the wind was a bit cold. I'm like, oh, the wind's a bit cold. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, that wind's a little nippy. Like... We're from Saskatchewan where plus temperatures in January are almost unheard of yep. and now I'm soft.
0: You're soft um, by the wind. Calgary soft. It's what happens. I mean this mild weather we're going to when it hits, you know, it's minus gonna 15 or it's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Uh and then Rochelle sent me this great Vancouver story. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, it was about the Canucks recent game against the Kraken and maybe you saw this but uh Rick Talkett, the Canucks of course new coach, he was talking about how the Canucks well, they they need to be hard is first of all what they say. He was referring to hardness. He was like, "We need to show hardness," which I'm like hilarious because that's contrast. And then, and then he wh-
1: said he said this because they lost six too. This, yes. this is how he felt about the, his team during the game. Yeah, yeah soft. Yes. Was, uh, you know, you hate to call your team soft, but it was soft. Enough. Oh. <laughs>
0: Like, come on. Because <laughs>
1: Rick just got there. He did. So, yes. And Rick, he knows. The team is soft. The whole city is soft.
0: I actually have a lot of faith in him as coach because he clearly is coming in there and being like, well, we're soft. This is obviously what we need to fix. Well, and so, Rick
1: talk, it was tough as nails when he, he played. He is the opposite so, of soft. The opposite so, so of soft. He's
0: bringing some hardness to that team, which is <laughs> obviously what they need. The Fettler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So friend of the show, Josh, asked me to look into the etymology of the term Jerry Rig, like when you kind of Jerry Rig something up.
1: Can I take a guess before you do? For sure. When you were gone one time, I talked about the history of the Jerry Can. Mm Mm-hmm. And it came from like like a German, the Germans. Does it have to do with that?
0: No. Oh, really? This is different. Yeah. So jury rig originally started as jury rigging, and it comes from sailing, just like ah. so many other terms that we have. But uh, jury was an old English term meaning makeshift or temporary, and I guess it was used. It was an old English term. Many people would use it for that. Being spelled how? G- J u r r y. Okay. Uh, So a jury mast was a makeshift mast that would be put in place if one of the ship's masts got ruined or whatever. Hence, we get the
1: term jury "Jury
0: rigging because rigging is rigging masts, right? So that's where you get that. Interestingly, though, jerry built, jerry, this time using jerry, Mm -hmm. was another term that was used quite frequently. And that meant something was kind of shoddily made, like badly made or constructed. It was jerry built. And some think that may have been Named after a firm of builders in Liverpool who were just known to do really bad work. <laughs> That's funny. And the firm Your was crew called Jerry. So, so you're you're a bunch of Jerry's now. <laughs> and Jerry sneak used to be another term, and it was negatively used, but it was somebody who used to steal watches. Was a Jerry sneak? Okay. Uh, or somebody who was kind of bullied or soft. Someone who was walked all over was was a Jerry sneak. So. And now
1: there's there's the ski term Jerry. Yes. Which is someone
0: who's Pulsed. is bad at skiing, right? It, yep. <laughs> does something. And then there's gerrymandering, which is also kind of a negative. So Jerry's That's, are getting bad raps here. Yeah. Hey. That's yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. That name's all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. People so, don't like Jerry. So my dad's name is Jerry. My so mom's name is Karen. They're both just taking a real beating here. So I'm so
0: sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Etymology with Shauna. The Learn Shauna Podcast.
1: so it's been years since anyone at our house had a photo radar ticket we're pretty careful with that
0: no i'm not, not
1: i know every time you go to renew your license you're like here's all the tickets i had to pay
0: i don't check the mail because i know there will be a photo radar ticket in it
1: yeah like i don't think we've had with either of the vehicles we're driving right now we've had them for like four or five years i don't think we've had a ticket with either of them so that's pretty good. No, um, well, we're just careful. I, I hate paying that that tax. I've gotten a lot
0: better. When I first got my new car, it was just, it was tough. Now I've figured it out a bit. Yeah.
1: But uh, we just got we got the first one in a while just yesterday. McKenna got dinged in a school zone. She was doing thirty eight in a thirty. Mm. So she, I mean, she was speeding. But mm. I didn't think they started writing tickets until eleven over.
0: I think except for in school or construction zones. Okay. Or I thought that anyway, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe
1: I'm wrong, but eight is like, this is the lowest that I've ever heard of a photo radar ticket being written at eight over. Yeah. So it's something to be aware of for other drivers. Like if you think you're safe at 37,
0: 38 in a school zone, you're probably not. No. Keep her lower. It's good to know. Also, I got a ticket for going 10 over. Uh, once before, too, but that was in BC. But Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, like 11 is the lowest I had ever heard of before this. So eight is really low.
0: I was going like 91 or 90 in an 80 zone or something. And I was like, what? It's a pretty tight margin. Yeah, tight. I'm
1: sure I was thinking, though, like with all the new photo radar regulations that the province has brought in, like the vehicles have to be clearly marked. They can't run radar in transition zones. Yeah. I'm wondering if they like if they're going to see it. They're obviously going to see a drop in revenue because of that. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they won't. You know, tighten up their tolerances to make up oh, for that. Jeez, something to think you about, right? For
0: going three over,
1: yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's planning to go ask for because re- I mean, like eight over is not dangerous, right? Eight over is like you looked away from your speedometer yep. for a moment at the road, which you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So she's going to go ask for a reduction. Which As I think should I think you should always take these tickets to court if you have the time to do it, right?
0: Well, apparently, they always reduce them. If yeah, you do. I think so. so go yeah, it's, and do it. Kind yeah. of
1: a waste of time in the system, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her that when she goes Like don't wear your nicest clothes Or anything Like play it up a bit Right Like When you go ask for your reduction Maybe have a bit of a limp Take the kids Start crying Single mom 12 kids Yes One leg The leg is infected It's bad Yeah It's so. getting real
0: bad <laughs> Yes, definitely do production. that. Yep. And then cry. Crying always works. <laughs> Crying works. Crying import, helps. Does it? I've oh, never well, actually, cried I it, so. Actually, neither have I, but I feel like it would work. Okay? <laughs> and Shana Podcast. Dubai is a terrifying place, Beckler. Did you hear about what happened recently with this new Atlantis, the Royal Hotel that was opened? No. Uh, so it's this ultra luxury hotel that was just opened in Dubai. And, um, well, they offered Beyonce $24 million to play the opening. <laughs> wow. For one hour. Did she, she had, do it? She did. She hasn't performed in five years, but obviously saw the $24 million price tag for one hour and was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So she performed. That's substantial. Yeah. $24 million. <laughs> She was making $280,000 a minute for that. <laughs> Like that's absolutely insane. And then I guess there were a ton of people there that were, um, you know, you, you it was invite only, and so it was all kind of influencers and that kind of thing that arrived. I was reading about this journalist who showed up, and she was just talking about how insane it is. Like the room that Beyonce stayed in is a hundred thousand dollars a night. In what for one night? For one night. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then there's like these swim up DJ bars and there were champagne vending machines and every room has floor to ceiling windows and this balcony that overlooks, of course, Dubai. And I was just like, this is crazy. I guess she was talking about how she was in an elevator with a couple people and everybody who was invited to this event was kind of trying to figure out where each other was from. So one of the exchanges was like, oh, I'm from the real housewives of whatever it was. Yeah. And somebody else is like, oh, I'm from selling sunset or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were all from these types of places. But they were all gifted like jewelry from some oh, of the nicest but like it's just this is this type of money is is it's unfathomable to me. It really is.
1: Yeah. It's like, just so over the top, isn't it? It is.
0: Dubai is just so it's- weird that way. Like just so much money. They can just be, oh, $24 million, play for an hour. We don't care. Sure.
1: That event, that kind of event sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. Like where everyone's just trying to figure out where you're from and who's in, like, what status you have. And, I was
0: thinking about that. Oh, like, people who yuck. constantly frequent those circles and have to to keep their, you know, influencer yeah. status up or whatever it may be and how awkward it would just be because that's what it would be. Everybody just sizing each other up. Like,
1: I've heard people say that. LA is very much like that. Mm. It's all just like, who like who do you know and what can you do for me? Interesting. And, you know, even celebrities, oh, I can't go to that person's party because they're not famous enough and if I'm seen there, then it means my career is on the downswing. Oh, swing. that and, like, just
0: sounds like oh, a nightmare. Oh, and no, I can't
1: talk to this person for too long because I'm more famous than them and like, wow. it would be horrible, yeah. wouldn't
0: it? Yeah.
1: Instead of just like living your life and hanging out with who you want to hang out with, it's all this like status game.
0: Well, we've talked about how the one time I went into a restaurant down the street here on 17th Ave and it was this like this group of girls and they were all dressed to the nines and I was like, what is going on over there? They all sat down. It was like one of the girls' birthday parties so they had the balloons and everybody had gifts around and stuff but none of them were speaking to each other. It was all all
1: just for show? It
0: was all for show and then I realized after it was just a bunch of influencers who were there. They all took a bunch of selfies, got some free stuff and then they all left but they weren't even talking to each other. It
1: was How does that that not wear on a person? Oh man,
0: no. no, That's not for me, man. No. (laughs)
1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Uh, so my parents were, uh, we were I was FaceTiming with them the other night and we were just killing ourselves because they said they got a recording off their doorbell camera. They sent it to me of the mailman, um, their oh. Canada Post letter carrier. And he's—you can see in the video—he's fumbling with that thing they have, where they, you know, they can—it's conf- like that iPad or whatever—they confirm that they've oh, delivered yep, yep. it to your house. I Great. don't know what the device is called, yeah. But he's fumbling with it, and it's clearly cold. He's got his gloves on, and he's just swearing up a storm.
0: Oh no! So
1: I, I just like just this is really really quick here, but this this is him. <laughs> oh, my God. you can see him clear as a bell he's so flustered
0: oh man he wasn't
1: having a good day this fella but I was like man you gotta be careful like everybody has doorbell cameras now
0: I forgot that they have audio with the doorbell
1: cameras yeah and he's standing there just swearing away that's that's
0: Uh, a good reminder yeah like, if you go in, over to your neighbor's house and you're bringing them a casserole, and they're like, okay, we're only, only going to stay for an hour, and then I'm going to use the dog as an excuse because these people are weird, okay? That's exactly right. That people are going to hear that. Any I of that.
1: And anybody who delivers anything goes yeah. door to door. And you would think that a letter carrier with Canada Post would know that. Oh my God. Like, you're at front doors all day You'd long. Think so. And my parents said, like, it's quite clearly a doorbell camera on the front of their house. He was having a bad day. I was like, that's funny, man. I've been there. I've I've been the guy cussing before, but yep. uh if someone was like I don't know, more petty than my parents, they might send that in and get you canned. Oh, so man. I,
0: it's a good reminder. Yeah. And again, take note, your friends may not be friends after that. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: We had a quick chat on the phone with friend of the show Blair, and you'll hear this on Monday, but he told us a story about um a someone he knows who got caught on a client's doorbell camera? Yeah. Is that how you describe it, Sean? Yeah, and it was it's pretty incriminating. They yeah. did something very wrong. Oh, yeah, and it led to their firing. Yep. And they tried to fight it, but there was video evidence. And so. audio evidence, which, again...
0: You sometimes forget. I think this person at one point was like, oh, it's only video. Like I can just make up another story as to what happened. And then, nope, the audio's there too. And You're right.
1: It was the audio that damned them, wasn't it? It's from
0: Nate's. Yep. yep. That's so,
1: what we'll play that call with Blair on on Monday's show. Uh, something to look forward to. also got a message from a friend of the show, Chris. And he says he doesn't think the Canada Post worker would be fired for swearing on the doorstep. But here's the thing. One of the words that I beeped out there was a cs mm. And I think yeah. in 2023, especially with the type of person that would report you, yeah. to your boss for swearing on the doorstep. Yeah, I think C.S.R. might do you in. Yeah, and he it's,
0: was uh, like a, a swear word is one thing, a a slur or something that is, you know, bigoted or anything like yeah. that. That's different. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: Chris seemed to think that the union would protect this guy. It's tough to.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: And I guess it depends on the strength of your union, but yeah. um, yeah, it's not like it's not. Quite as unacceptable as a racial slur. No. But it's still a slur. Yeah. And it's much worse these days than, uh, than just swearing. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think you might be in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, my parents aren't going aren't gonna to report this guy. I wouldn't either. I
0: wouldn't either. He was having a rough day, man. Yep. Having, We've all been there.
1: Yeah, forgot Kay. there was a camera. Yeah. Um, you know where you can throw a doorbell camera? On your new paired home from Shane Homes. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. It's a good, good maybe segue. Even, maybe even your new home in the, in the community of Midtown in Airdrie. Yeah. Centrally located. Lots of amenities. Three different types of homes to choose from uh, by Shane Homes in that in that community. Paired homes, lane homes, single family front drive homes. If you'd like more information, visit Shane Homes on the internet. Shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The
0: best. Podcast. So around this time last year, Alberta launched the Reside program, which was the Rural Education Supplement and Integrated Doctor Experience program, which is a handful. Wow. Yeah.
1: You nailed it, though. A
0: lot. Thank you. Uh, but it aimed to address the doctor shortages in smaller communities in Alberta, for example. Um, well, the Alberta Health Minister yesterday, Jason Copping, gave an update on these efforts, and he was saying that they're planning to invest a million dollars to explore ways that... Post-secondary institutions can offer more medical training in places like Grand Prairie or Lethbridge, and the hope is if these doctors go to school in these smaller places, they'll stay there. Hmm. Okay. So that's one of their efforts. They're going to try and you know get these doctors to go to rural communities.
1: Yeah, because I mean it's tough right across Canada to find a doctor right now, but especially if you don't live in a big city.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's one way they're going to go about it, and they're saying they're trying to lure these doctors to smaller communities. I was thinking though another way. They could try and lure these doctors in is is to hire us yeah i mean we're pretty good at this kind of thing right
1: we are although i'll say that i struggled with this one Sean. this one's oh, really tough this was not my finest this is work. not
0: this is not me neither um uh, so i'm glad that I we're prefacing this not be
1: putting any of these jokes on my demo reel Nope. me
0: neither <laughs> but me you neither.
1: you want to make rural communities sexy, sexy? Mm, that's too big i prefer something a bit smaller uh, well, that's
0: true. Come right in, the door's unlocked. It's always unlocked.
1: Uh, Plus, uh, RM, I hardly know him. Oh my god. <laughs> Sucks like oh so bad. Uh,
0: oh, don't worry, I'll take it slow. Real slow. Nothing comes fast out here. Mm, yeah, it's
1: been tough down here lately, real dry, oh my. tough here for the farmers. I warned
0: you, I did. I prefer the back road. I know it's a little muddy back there, but oh, I like, no. I like no. it, dude. No. <laughs> no, sorry. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A
1: friend of the show, Eric sent me a screenshot of this Twitter exchange from a few years ago. I just guess it's been popping up on different like social media aggregators. Mm-hmm. Um, Is between Macaulay Calkin and Sir Mix a Lot. Okay. Following so far? Okay. Yep. So, Macaulay Culkin tweeted, Before Sir Mix-A-Lot, people constantly lied about their butt size preferences. Don't tell me lyrics can't change the world. And then <laughs> Sir Mix-A-Lot responded, In 1992, I felt it was absolutely necessary to expose the drawbacks of pancake ass, mm-hmm. while simultaneously pointing out the benefits of a juicy round mound. Wow. So- <laughs> I think he's... Probably retconning the uh, <laughs> yeah the meaning of that song, but yep. um, was this the turning point? My God, for
0: poopers was it Sir Mix Lot? Was it actually Sir Mix Lot? Is that why all the butts have gotten so big these days? This is why thunder bins are so goddamn excessive. That was thirty years
1: ago, That's though crazy. And like we've talked about how when you and I were, were growing up, people wanted small tight bums. Yep. If to say someone had a big ass would have been a huge insult. No, and you now, wanted a tight ass. And now it's like a race to see who can have the biggest, biggest brand packer in the gym, right? Oh my so, God,
0: yeah. Just but you put wonder- as much junk in that trunk as you can. But I
1: think like, were we to teach a university level course on this topic, on the size of people's gitch munchers mm-hmm. and how it's changed throughout time, you couldn't do the course without mentioning Sir Mix-a-Lot.
0: No, no. Your trouser taster was probably <laughs> inspired by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Something to think about, really? Yeah, turtle smuggler on you is, uh, thanks to him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's a bit of a delayed effect because, like we said, it, it took, you know, 20 years before people started just working on nothing but their chop suey there. Yeah. And uh, here we are. But he definitely played a role. He was ahead of his time. He was a pioneer.
0: Sir mix a lot Sir a pioneer lot. of pork grinders. That's what he is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I bought a new snowboard recently, and uh, it was really hard to decide which one to buy because the problem with buying a new snowboard is you can't actually try a snowboard before you buy it. Like, there's the odd demo day that will happen at a mountain, but it's always such select companies that even go, and the fact that you have to line up, like, the right day to go there.
1: And they're probably not demoing all their boards and all their sizes and stuff, right?
0: Totally, yeah. So it's really tough to get a board and and try it out. Uh, Luckily, the board I got is awesome, and I don't regret it. But I did have a board a while back that I bought, and then I didn't like it. And I was like, well, now too late, (laughs) because I can't test it. Got me thinking, though, that's one of those things that I feel like you should be able to try before you buy. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you should be able to test drive a snowboard before you buy. Are there other things that you've ever thought of? that Like, you should be able to test this out before you buy it.
1: I don't know how it would work, but your house. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest purchase you'll ever make in your life by a mile. Yep. And I mean, the way the market was for a while there, like when we bought, you basically walk in, look around. Yeah, this looks pretty good. Like, all right, I guess we'll take it. Like, yeah. you don't get to spend a night in it or anything. Like, you don't get to find... Is this place haunted? Are the neighbors lunatics? Like, you have... Yeah. None of that. Does no. Does the air... Does the... Does it smell funny in certain days? Like you have none of that at all. It's just yep. like you can get an inspection, which we did. Yep. But other than that, you're just like, oh, I hope it. I hope this is the one.
0: Speaking of it, like it was crazy. Some people bought their houses virtually. Yeah. When you think of, that's absolutely do,
1: insane. Do a little tour on Facetime. Yeah, Everything well, looked good. Okay. I hope
0: it's good. Offer
1: them a hundred thousand over asking.
0: Holy, that's yeah. It's insane, and that's why
1: it's such a, such an incredibly stressful thing to do if you do it because totally you don't get much time in the house even to yep to look. Around to see mm. if anything's wrong, like
0: yeah, and especially yeah, an open house for example, where all these other people are eyeing it up too. And you're like, who's going to put the yeah. tone down first? Oh no!
1: So that's the big one. Yeah, I that's mean, a huge but one. I don't know how it would work. You can't have all these people like sleeping in the house and taking it for a test drive, right? That's true. So.
0: You're right, though. That is something that needs to happen. <laughs> Another one I was thinking about is a toilet. I wish you could <laughs> test drive a toilet. Before you buy... you see buy,
1: if it can handle what you're putting down? Or? Well, I
0: mean, yeah, that, but that, I guess, would be more of the plumbing. But, I mean, just even the comfort of a toilet itself, you spend a lot of time on your porcelain throne, right? You'd think that maybe you'd be able to test that out before. When you're going through TikTok and you're spending hours on that thing, you don't want your ass to become sore.
1: I mean, you could probably sit on some of them at the store, depending if they're <laughs> down on, like, at floor level.
0: I guess so. Right? Just yeah. But you'd want to, like, take your pants and- <laughs> off to really... You're like, excuse me, ma'am, what are you doing? Well, I just, I want to test this out. I want to make sure it works with my ass. Okay, that's all.
1: Like swimsuits? Please leave your underwear on when you're yes. test driving the toilets.
0: Do you have uh, some of that protector underwear <laughs> stuff I can wear? Just the Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: I got sent this story from friend of the show, Danielle. Maybe you saw this in the news or maybe not, but there was a, a dude up in the Northwest Territories in a place called Wrigley, which is about... Oh, 1900 kilometers if you were driving straight up.
0: 1900 kilometers from nowhere, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: way way up there on the Mackenzie River. Wow. Uh, yeah. and he was driving and came across a whole pack of wolves. That's cool. There was 11 of them I think in the in the pack and he's filming it and uh, like apparently that's very rare to see a pack that size. No kidding. Um but he's also like commenting on the video and that's really funny. Here's here's this dude. Yo, like Is This a pack of wolves? shit. Holy... That's a pack of wolves! Oh wow! Huh? That is super cool! Huh? Holy moly! Uh, <laughs> the holy moly! Oh wow! Oh wow! Up in the middle of nowhere, bunch of wolves. Just a
0: pure. He sounds holy like moly. a pure man. Yeah. Holy moly! Danielle
1: wanted to, to uh, nominate him for Terry of the month. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely take him. I, I in, think to, so.
0: He he's, he sounds like a really kind Terry. He, he does. really does. But it's
1: uh, a pack of wolves. It's a pack of wolves. Holy moly! Oh
0: wow! <laughs> wow! Going to
1: be tough this month to defeat. That dude that oh, was my. interviewed outside the liquor store in Hamilton. It's true, yeah. Two liters of pop.
0: Two liters of pop.
1: But still, we we take all Terry nominations back. very seriously. They all go into consideration. Absolutely, so, yes. Uh, we'll gladly nominate this Wolves dude for Terry of Wolves Terry,
0: yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got a couple rapid fire Fortune 500s for you, if I could, Beckler. Wicked.
1: I have one to add to somewhere oh, in this list. So
0: Okay, great. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't know if we've talked about this one before, but... It's Sunrise Plumbing, but it's a family-owned plumbing business, and sun is spelt S-O-N, because the sun's... Suns must be involved sunrise in Sunrise okay. Plumbing, so simple. Okay. Is for I, you.
1: I don't mind it. I wish there was a, a plumbing pun in there somewhere. Yeah, I do but, too, but... Okay.
0: Okay, that's a start. It's a family pun. And uh, then a couple craft stores as well. One uh, called Wood It Work, Wood spelt W-O-O-D focusing on a lot of wood crafts in this craft okay. shop. So, again, very simple, but here we go. Okay. Uh, and then another one, Crafternoon.
1: Oh, okay, I like that. Is it a pun
0: or is the portmanteau? Well, or is, is a portmanteau a... a pun? Oh. I don't, I don't know, know, know
1: if don't know we've ever discussed this a before. Portmanteau
0: a pun. I don't know. I guess so. It it's it, a play on...
1: It is a play on words, Crafternoon.
0: So, yeah. Anyway, this is uh, run by a Calgarian who... Uh, she calls herself a creative creative personal trainer, which I like.
1: Creative personal trainer. And like,
0: so she offers different, um, like she'll come and she can do craft stuff with you. So she talks about okay. how she can help your creativity. She's a personal trainer of creativity. So there you go. And she makes personalized like coloring books and that kind of thing too. Okay. So there you go.
1: And she goes by... Crafternoon. Crafternoon is a pretty good name. Crafternoon. This one's from a friend of the show, Dimitri. Uh, and it's his wife actually. She runs a horseback riding uh, like instruction and coaching yep. place. Just, just outside of... Just, or just... East of Cross Iron Mills. There we go. Okay. At the, uh, and her last name is Lay. The business is called Lay D. Luck Equestrian.
0: Oh, good. Lay D.
1: Luck Equestrian.
0: Those are the ones, though, that if you didn't know her last name, you'd be like, what?
1: You'd be lost on that, you? You'd be confused. I don't understand. And then you'd you'd be like, oh. There it is. Oh. There's the pun. There it is. (laughs) That's why you're on the Fortune 500 list of local businesses. The Beckler and Shawna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? What'd you learn, Shawna?
0: Okay, so John, a friend of the show, John sent me this. And it's about a Terry of the Month from, from back when. So, John Donahue was Terry's name. He was a merchant <laughs> marine from, from New York City who snuck into the war zone in Vietnam in the 60s to deliver beer to his buddies who were enlisted from back home. He went into Vietnam. He went into Vietnam. So, he was 26 years old. He traveled more than 8,000 miles from New York City to Vietnam to deliver beer to his buddies who were enlisted in the war,
1: is that the greatest bro move ever?
0: I, that is potentially the greatest the, bro move ever.
1: The most dangerous beer run yes. in history yes. to an active war zone.
0: And this is what Terry does best. He was like, "I oh, know what my you need. God. I know you need beer. I'm going to deliver it for you," and he did.
1: And then for those like that's your best friend for life right? oh yeah he brought me beer when i was at war
0: yeah he, he better be what? everyone's best man like there's no question that's the most loyal
1: friend i've ever heard of if
0: you were john or or excuse me terry and you weren't asked to be that person's best man later i'd be like are you freaking like, kidding what, what who, has <laughs> like, what, you? What who has done more for you who has done more than an eight thousand mile beer run for you while you were enlisted
1: in, into the I vietnam war
0: into enemy lines okay <laughs> Honestly,
1: that is fantastic. Yeah. What a great story! Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Excellent Terry of the Month nominee. It's been a great january it's so been far, fire. hasn't it?
0: Yes, great um, january.
1: I was talking to my dad, and he was telling me a story about a guy he used to work with, uh, who also did some. He did some uh, trucking up north mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan, drove truck up in northern Saskatchewan on the ice roads up there. And I've never watched ice road truckers or anything, so I don't know if this is common or if this is covered in that show. But apparently, when he wasn't sure about the thickness of the ice. He would drive with his door open, so that if his truck went through, he might have time to jump clear of the sinking truck.
0: But also smart.
1: Yeah, because you know, like with the water pressure, if if your vehicle gets submerged, you can't open the door. I mean, that's why they say you got to break a window.
0: I was going to say I'd maybe opt for just keeping the window open. I mean, I know the door would be even speedier, but I feel like I just jump out the window, and
1: you might have a chance of staying dry. Mm. Because I also thought like
0: tuck and roll, tuck and roll.
1: Let's say your truck does go into the ice. And you are able to jump clear of it. Then what? Yeah. Like it's freezing, mm-hmm. and you're, I guess maybe it wouldn't be that cold. Then if your if the if your truck's falling through the ice, but you're sta- yeah. you're standing there in the middle of northern Saskatchewan, and you're like, okay, now what? Like, how do I hope another truck's coming along soon, or yeah, or the wolves will get me out here.
0: It's true. So it, you'd be like, may, actually, maybe I'll I will go down with this truck. <laughs> Never mind,
1: maybe I'll stay in the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X-92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X-92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.